Namaskar everybody, this is Dada Veda Pragyananda and welcome to another episode of DharmaCast. So today we're going to be looking at uh, what I call the characteristics of Dharma. So what is Dharma? In, in our recent, in, in our last podcast, recent one, I spoke about religion and spirituality and I said that spirituality is what uh, we call Dharma, which is like the innate essence or quality of humans which is special, that innate divine nature which is like all humans are searching for the unlimited, uh, the supreme, supreme happiness and this is what separates us from animals and plants. So this is our Dharma, this is our nature. But there's another um, thing is that what is the nature of the nature? What is the nature of Dharma in the sense that what are the qualities of Dharma and in a very practical sense, it means what are the qualities of a dharmika, of a, let's say you're a spiritual aspirant, what qualities should you be expressing and what qualities should you strive to get? So in the Indian uh, scriptures, there is a, a poem where it lists the ten qualities of dharma. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So the first one is called dritti. In Dritti, the best in interpretation of that word is patience. So we have to have patience. And I've often said that even if you're on the spiritual path, you need a, a tremendous amount of patience because it takes a long time. To, it's not like a, a three-week course and you're going to be graduated or even a six-month course or a four-year course and you're going to get your diploma. It's a lifelong pursuit. So you have to have a lot of patience to persist. And patience also applies to social life too. Sometimes you could be a member of an oppressed community and, and, and the oppression is very hard and you have to have patience because the day is going to come when the tables are turned and, and uh, the person who is oppressing you will, will uh, be weakened and not be able to do that anymore. So to persevere humans, as humans and as spiritual aspirants we need patience. It's, it's a very important quality. So dritti is the first quality of, of a dharmika, of a spiritual aspirant. Then the second one is called kashama, and this is forgiveness. So we've heard that expression, um, to make a mistake is human, but to forgive is divine. Yeah, it takes, it takes a very much great greatness of mind, of, of generosity to forgive. So that's a very important quality. But there are some qualifications of forgiveness. First of all, you can forgive in your individual life if someone has done something against you. But you have no right to forgive someone who's done something against the collectivity of society. Like if someone did something that hurt society, on your individual, you can't forgive um, that person because the whole society has to forgive that person. So you can only forgive uh, things which have been uh, done to you by somebody. And he, even here it is a qualification that um, we shouldn't give forgiveness if the person has not rectified his or her behavior. Because if we give that forgiveness, then that person will go on to, to hurt others. So forgiveness is important, but if you understand its um, limitations and how to apply it, but then if you can do that, then it's, it's a divine quality. Then the next one is called Dhamma. So Dhamma means control, but it means control 
over our internal enemies. So we have different kinds of internal weaknesses and we have to put those things under control. You might be a greedy person or you might have different kind of thoughts which are not really great. But so we have to put all of those impulses under our, our mental control. And that striving and uh, that task of getting them under control is called Dharma. And that's a very important quality too. And then next one is Asteya. And this is, we've gone over this, this is part of the yogic code of conduct. Asteya means non-stealing. So we shouldn't steal directly or indirectly, or we shouldn't cheat, we shouldn't plan plan things like that, and we should be free from that impulse of stealing. And then the next one is called Shaucha, and this means cleanliness. And this is also part of the Yama and Niyama. So cleanliness is um, of body and of mind. And the cleanliness of mind is more difficult to attain than the cleanliness of body. And the, and the best way to get the purity of the mind of you know your mind and my mind and our mind is to do meditation because when we meditate we're meditating on our higher self and then as we think so we become so we become that great uh, luminous being you know who is really at the heart of who we are so when you become that then the impurities vanish then the next one is indriya nigraha so this is one of Shiva's seven secrets of success, and it's also one of the qualities of Dharma. So, and it's even part of Buddha's code of conduct too. So Indriya Nigraha means restraint. So we should have, it means control of our our organs. You know, so like let's say, you know, you see something wonderful to eat, and you have you can't control yourself, even though that thing may hurt you. We have to learn how to control things, and that's why Buddha once told his his monks, you know, he said, if you see something that's going to uh, bring you down, don't look at it. If you hear something that's not good, um, don't, don't, don't listen to that. And don't taste something which is not good. Um, so many, we have to have restraint over what our organs are doing. And this restraint is called Indriya Nigraha. And it's one of the characteristics of Dharma. It's one of Shiva's seven secrets of success. And, and when Buddha was talking about samyak vak, or proper speech, he really meant this restraint, indriya nigraha. So it's a very important quality. And then, next one is called D. And D stands for intellect. So here, intellect doesn't mean um, that you, you went to school and, and you have a degree or... A, no. Intellect here means you have a mind that's free from from impurities and, and, and baseness or you know, crude thinking. You have a, a magnanimous mind, a good mind. So that's what D. And the next one related to that is Vidya. And Vidya means the knowledge of the spiritual science. Because there are different kinds of Vidya. So you go to school, you learn chemistry and physics. That, that's, a, that's a different kind of this worldly knowledge. But here Vidya means spiritual knowledge. And once again, the question comes, well, do you have to have a degree already? No, it's not a question of having a degree. You can even be illiterate. But if you've made progress on the spiritual path, then you have that vidya. So the progress on the spiritual path, bringing you spiritual knowledge, is vidya. 
And then what we have next, we have satyam. Satyam is uh, the next quality. So satya, so you've heard of satya before, it's also part of yama, niyama means truth. But here there's something very important to understand, that sat is the unchanging infinite entity. See, many things in this world are changeable. In fact, everything in this world is changeable. The, the big building that you see in front of you, you know, 10 stories, it's not going to be there forever. You come back in 5,000 years, you, you probably won't find it. But there's something that's unchanging, and that's the transcendental entity. So satya means the movement towards that transcendental entity. So when you have that movement towards the transcendental entity, that's what satya and satyam is all about. So that's also part of the, the, the path of a, of a dharmika, of spiritual aspirant. And then the last one is called akrota. And this is to be free from anger. So this is a very important um, quality because anger distorts our, our, our mind. You, you, you lose your rationality, your intellect. And that's why even in a fight, if you're in a fight with somebody, it's better not to become angry or else you're not, you're, you're not going to win that fight. You're going to be, you'll be off balance and you'll be pushed over. But when you, when you maintain this control over anger, then you can conduct yourself in life in a good way. And even if you are in a conflict, you'll be victorious in that conflict. So these are, it's called the, um, the ten qualities of Dharma. I'll go over them again. So it's dritti, patience, kushama, forgiveness, dharma, self-control, asteya, non-stealing, shocha, cleanliness of body and mind, indriya, nigraha, so it's all around self-restraint, Dihi, intellect, vidya, knowledge of the spiritual science, satyam, the movement towards the supreme entity, unchangeable entity, and akroda, keeping free from anger. So if you can cultivate those ten qualities, then you will be an example of a dharmika, someone who's following the path of dharma, someone who... who in their comportment, their behavior has the very qualities of Dharma itself. Because that's the main thing I've, I've often stressed that in the yoga path, you can't um, bluff your way through, you know, with tall talk. So it has to be lived and expressed. So when you can manifest these 10 qualities within your own self, that's the real um, yoga and that's the real achievement. So we should all become great dharmikas of spiritual aspirants and we should express what dharma is. And people will see by our conduct, yes, this is what it means to be spiritual. So that's all I wanted to say on this subject and I hope you find it useful. And one more point, that if you're listening to this podcast and you would like me to address any topic or any, or you have any questions, um, that's really good because sometimes, often I don't really know what I should say. I've already done a lot of podcasts, so I don't know what more has to be said. But if you have questions, I'm really happy to answer them and just send a, um, an email to me and or leave a comment below if you're on the web here, and I, I will do my best to answer them. 
So now I bid you namaskar, and that means I salute the divinity within you with all the divine charms of my mind and all the love and cordiality of my heart. Thank you for listening.